What's up? It's Delaney, and I'd love to invite you to become an honorary co-host of the Self-Helpless Podcast. Do you want to pick episode topics and guests? Done. Want to surprise your loved ones with shout-outs on the show for a birthday, project launch, a much-needed divorce? Whatever you're up to, would love to be a part of the celebration. Get your favorite and least favorite quotes featured on the podcast, submit questions for our special guests, and find lots more new features and surprises at patreon.com slash selfhelpless. You'll also get added to our patron insider email list to easily redeem rewards via a quick email reply because we know hanging out on Patreon isn't everyone's thing. You can also opt out of emails if you prefer to be a silent supporter of the show. And don't worry, we do not Scrooge McDuck these contributions. 100% of proceeds go directly to operating expenses that make this weekly podcast possible and available to all. Learn more at patreon.com selfhelpless or simply click the link in this episode's description. Thank you for helping me fill the void of being the last standing host of the Self Helpless Podcast. Thank you so much. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Can you help? Can you help me? Can you help? Can you help? Can you help me? Can you help? What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Self-Helpless Podcast. I'm Delaney Fisher. I'm Taylor Tomlinson. And I'm Kelsey Cook. And today, you guys, (laughs) in this real life, what is happening? (laughs) We have Michael Buble as our guest today on the show. I mean, I don't... Can you hear (laughs) the giddy, nervous energy like we just finished talking to him and so our yeah. brains have all completely liquefied and you can just hear it in our voices that we're we're out of our minds right now. Oh my gosh, yeah. it was so cool. And you know, basically several months back, um I have a family friend who knows Michael and um Michael is a big comedy fan, which I you know, didn't really realize. And so um they basically said, "Hey, you should check out, you know, our friend's stuff." And he watched some of my stand up and apparently liked it because then he asked if we could maybe be connected and like do a little FaceTime and say hello to each other. And I was just, I mean, blown away to get a text that says like, hey, Michael Buble would like to FaceTime you or, you know, <laughs> connect with you. Is that okay? Like, is, Am I being punked? Is punk still a TV show? Because I think that's what's happening, right? And um, we, yeah, we, we connected and, and video chatted for a few minutes and he was so kind and generous and just so complimentary um, about you know my my stand up and um, we just kind of talked like <laughs> artist to artist even though it's not equal in any way <laughs> you know but he was just he was so so kind and the fact that he took time out of his day to like make somebody else like feel good and compliment them in that way I mean who who does that I mean I'm 
when you think of Michael Bublé, I'm, I'm nobody. You know what I mean? I mean, like, I'm, I'm, look, I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm a nice person, okay? I like, I like myself, but I'm just saying for somebody of that caliber to, to right. take time to do that, I just think it speaks volumes of who he is as a person. So, yeah, yeah I mean. Yeah, he then, doesn't, like, owe anybody anything. No. You know what I mean? And, like, him coming no. on the podcast is such a kind favor and I know during the interview you guys will hear he ends up asking us a lot of questions and it's like you this is you don't have to do that like we're nobody you don't get you don't need to care about us like we just want to hear about you I know yeah oh my gosh he's I was like I'm still just like okay everything's fine like <laughs> listening to Lainey go like hey Michael I was like what are you doing <laughs> That is Michael Bublé. It is all one word. We can't go, what's up, Mike? Like, it's, it's so funny because us three, like, rarely get flustered like this or, like, nervous. And I felt like we were all collect- collectively like, wow, this is a very cool moment, you know? So mm-hmm. anyway, you guys, I mean, does Michael Bublé even need an intro? He doesn't, but I'm going to give you one anyway. I mean, four-time Grammy Award winner. He's won multiple Juno Awards. He's got number one albums and singles. He has sold millions and millions of albums worldwide. Uh, Singer, songwriter, record producer. Please enjoy this interview with Michael Bublé. Please welcome to the show, Michael Bublé, everybody. Yay! It's life. This is amazing. Uh, Michael, how's quarantine life treating you? I'm imagining you're you know, juggling your busy schedule and homeschooling the kids and all that stuff. What is that like? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm boring at the best of times. So uh, <laughs> it's weird, you know, I feel like I live a life where I, well, you guys work the same thing. You do the same thing I do. You like you sit and you write and you talk to your friends and then you go and work things out on stage. It's, it's what I do. And so there right. is no stage and I don't think there's going to be a stage for a long time. So now it's just, um, I feel really bad for the paparazzi, actually. <laughs> you know, like all those entertainment shows must be so, they must be dying right now for just anything because it's like, you know what I mean? How many oh, pictures yeah. of Brad Pitt can you get going to like Loblaws or to the grocery <laughs> yeah. store? You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, no, pretty much it's homeschool. And do you guys have kids as well? No. No. Just dog. No. A dog. So, who's dog. my baby. <laughs> so yeah, it's like wake up in the morning and uh, homeschool and homeschool and um i'm insecure because i feel like my son's in grade one and i'm already getting stumped by the math questions <laughs> i'm just gonna ask yeah oh my god like a yeah. weird like ptsd flashback <laughs> yeah, to yeah. School, like it's oh so i didn't funny. learn this back then now i have to teach it to somebody totally and i feel like i'm so it's like what's wrong with me why was i this stupid then too was I like, um but it's cute, you know, like my son last night, I, 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 my routine going to bed is I put my, my two boys sleep together and they're six and four. Oh. And so my wife goes with the, with the, with the baby, with the one-year-old and I take the two boys and I always, we have like a, I call it, instead of going to sleep, we call it the music party. So I'll go on oh. Apple and I'll, right. I'll, I'll find like really cool tunes like that I love from the forties or fifties or six, whatever. And, um, but we always pray before we go to sleep. And my son last night said, uh, can I do the pray, Poppy? And I said, yeah. And he said, um, God, please, can you, can you please make my dad more patient when he teaches me homeschool? <laughs> like, oh, I'm a horrible person. 
like, dear Lord, please help my yeah. dad remember how to subtract. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> what a passive aggressive <laughs> prayer too, that he's like doing it with you sitting right there. So Can you passive please aggressive. make him better? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. I thought but you were going to say we listen songs uh, and all Michael Bublé songs come up. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, no, no. <laughs> no, they'd be too bored of that. No. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. So my gosh, six, four and one, you have your hands full. Oh um, yeah. I was yeah. going to say we, if the odds that we get through this podcast or what do we call this now? Is it still a podcast? This is a podcast. Yeah. yeah. Podcast. Even though we're okay. So the odds that we get through this without you hearing my wife screaming or one of the kids going crazy, um, <laughs> It's uh, it's all good. It's, it's pretty small. I just took this too. I'll show you guys. This just happened. This was just in my kitchen. Check that out. Oh, oh my gosh! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> that's so that's amazing. Playing dress up. How are you guys? Oh, how are you guys doing? Um, as as entertainers and artists, you're really you're creative people, and it's beautiful that you're doing this because you still have that ability, right? To, mm -hmm. to still be creative and to still, you know, feel like you're doing something, but what are you doing? Like, how are you feeling? Yeah. It's weird. I mean, you know, so Taylor and I are still like full-time comedians. That's yeah. what our job has been before pandemic. And now we're trying to like to turn to zoom comedy yeah. shows. Like that's happening where it's just people watching you while you, set your laptop on a cat tree and <laughs> tell your jokes and hope that people don't have like, you know, like you said, like their kids screaming in the background in the middle of a joke. It's very yeah. bizarre. And it's so weird because what all of us do is very similar in that everything is an instant. It's why I love what I do. It's, I love that feedback. Boom. <laughs> and I don't know how you guys feel. I'm not asking you to talk. I won't ask you to talk shit about anybody, but <laughs> it's been really interesting for me to watch the late night hosts yeah. who, who I, some of them I find are very funny. Some of them not whatever. Mm -hmm. And to watch without an audience. And yeah. now I'm really, well, what do you think? I mean, I'm seeing certain guys <laughs> and girls where I'm like, I'm like, Oh, that's just a really funny, talented person. Uh, right. Yeah. And then others, they seem to really miss Right. The, I'm like, wow, Jimmy Fallon's kids are working overtime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're yeah. holding up cue cards and yeah, yeah, yeah. reading thank you notes. I'm like, yeah. these kids are really stepping up. Yeah. It's <laughs> uh, a weird time. Yeah. It is, it's weird. It's weird for so many reasons too. Not just that, but it's also a really, it's just like a sensitive time. And listen, we've obviously the world is going through, many different moments of this kind of sensitivity and having to be really aware, but comedy is dangerous now. I mean, mm. it's, I mean, I would say especially now, but not especially now, even more now. Like, do you guys, when you're writing or you're coming up with a joke, are you, do you think, maybe you won't tell me the truth, but are you, <laughs> cause I have so many friends that are comedians and they'll tell me that what they really think. And that's that they try not to censor themselves, but at the same time, you know, their whole world is trying to find that line, that very fine line between being edgy and funny and fresh. And it's dangerous all the time. And it's hard to know when you've passed the line mm -hmm. of what people consider dangerous, right? Yeah. Oh, gosh. <sighs> 
That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. I feel like this is just... Michael Bublé's podcast now, um, <laughs> which is awesome. Like, you're crushing it. <laughs> it's like, I'm also very uncomfortable calling you Michael, so I'm going to say your full name. Oh, bubbles, whatever you want to call me. Yeah. Bubbles, oh man, Mickey. It is, it is such a fine line. Even on the podcast, though, we will say something because all of this is off, off the cuff. Nothing is scripted. It's all organic conversation. We're like, oh gosh, should we take that out? Is that going to accidentally offend somebody? And, and constantly overthinking that and it is such a fine line keeping it fresh and funny and relevant but also being respectful and woke about the changing times and yeah. everything you know? and 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 about trying to protect free speech freedom of speech yeah, yeah. there's this i see it all i mean what um we had that obviously there was that when when kobe passed away there was that comedian that that Mm-hmm. Ari Shafir, yeah. Ari Shafir, and mm-hmm. I, I didn't find it as interesting because I know he'd, I, I'd, I'd watched Ari on different podcasts and stuff, and he, he was, he was always a little, you know, he's always on the edge, you know. Right. Um, but what I found more interesting was watching his fellow comedians and their reactions, and you know, and how they, like, I, I can't even imagine the pressure they must have felt, and mm-hmm. you know what I mean, because they still are friends with him, and they they care and but they know he went too far but how you know how appropriate how much should they throw him under the bus or do they does anyone protect his right to say it or it was like it's all become so interesting i can't imagine right now for you for all of you in this business what your private conversations are About yeah, it, about it all. As as females, you know what I mean. Yeah. As comedians, as yeah. I would yeah. love to see that. I would love to see that podcast. Oh, there's always a lot going on behind the scenes of this <laughs> yeah. podcast. Yeah. And there's always a podcast after the podcast yeah. that yeah. you would know. Yeah, people wouldn't know. But. Absolutely. So where where is everybody right now? We're all in LA. You're all in LA. LA. Okay, and so LA's doing pretty well, right? I don't know. I don't I mean, know either. <laughs> we're opening slowly, but yeah. people, you know, there's still masks everywhere and there's still, you know, requiring you to wear those everywhere you go and all yeah. that. So yeah. it's like things are opening, but then a new, the, the home order has been extended and then masks that. are now required. If you just step outside to even walk your dog, you have to they, be in a mask. They are required? Yeah. Yes. So they went from masks don't work to now they're required? See, yeah. that's what I was so confused wow. about. Because for a while they were like, oh, unless it's the, uh, is it the N95? Where it's yeah, like, and, yeah. 
Unless yeah. it's that, then it's actually trapping bacteria and can be worse. And then all of a sudden it was like, okay, it doesn't matter. Everybody wear a mask. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I think so the, mis- the misinformation is incredible too. Like, you know, I've been a big, in Canada, I've been a big part of, um, I think because of what I went through with my kid, I think there was a lot of doctors and epidemiologists and people on the front lines of ICUs that called me and said, we're desperate for help, you know, please mm. help spread the word, please help get this country shut down the way it needs to be. And so I did, I, I, I got how serious it was and I had enough friends that were in the community, the, the scientists or uh, doctors who, who sort of said that they knew what was happening, it didn't look good and blah, blah, blah. So I started to go out and I called anyone I could, I ever knew. I mean, I called, anyone that would help support to get the message out. And, um, and they did. And I didn't expect the backlash that I would get from not, not as much on like social media stuff, but like buddies of mine who I love, who were really upset with me and said like, you know, look what you've done. You know, you've helped shut down and you're ruining people's businesses wow. and ruining their lives over this fake flu. And if you go on YouTube, there's a doctor who says it's not real. And I, and then I started to go like, oh my God, okay, people have, and it's not their fault. It's like right. people don't know where to get the truth from anymore. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so it's just, it's, um, it's become nuts. Yeah. How are you sort of pivoting in preparation for upcoming projects or projects you had in the works? Because obviously studios are closed and you can't go on, you know, some huge arena tour. Like, how are you sort of, professionally pivoting and also, you know, just in your personal life, sort of dealing with that lack of immediate feedback, like you're talking about as a live entertainer that you're so used to getting on a regular basis? Uh, it's a great question. It's a big question. I think that question has to be answered first. And this is not me being woke. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I have a very normal life with normal friends and, and my friends are, they're not sure about their jobs and they're, they're not, they're, they're worried about their, their taking care of their families and groceries and paychecks. And so I think there, I think I'm really lucky that I'm still surrounded by all of that uh, and, and real people because I have a pretty clear perspective and with what I've been through. I, listen, I don't even worry about it. Not, I haven't really had one moment where I've gone, Oh no, I can't. You know, like I know, sadly, I don't want to bring this down, but I know too many people that have lost, man, but I mean, my, the guy that works with me in security, uh, he, his mom, he lost his mom in Montreal to this. Mm-hmm. I have friends in New York that one, one friend of mine, and she's a really close friend. She lost in one week, she lost her father and her, uh, her auntie, her, her mom's oh, sister. So like. Very quickly, I realized like whatever my worries were, were just yeah. kind of bullshit yeah. compared to what is really happening, you know. And of course, I, of course, I wish I could, wish I could go out there and do it. But um, what's weird is I thought I'd have a ton of time to, to write. I thought I'd have a ton of time to, to be creative and work on a new record. But <clears throat> um, I don't. I've been doing interviews and I've been take just my kids alone. Just it's weird how um, it, it, there's never as much time as you think there is. Right, and we're also stressed and exhausted by the stress and the yeah. fear and the uncertainty. Yeah, that's. I think out of more than even this this horrible virus, I think what's tripping me out is 
the mental health issues that I can mm-hmm. see my friends, people that I love, my family. Um, I won't get into the details of it, but I mean, it's serious, you know, like I really, it scares me. People are really, people that have already had these issues, mental health issues, and may not have the access that others do are like, they're really suffering. And um, I don't see it getting better in, mm-hmm. you know, at any time soon. And so I think that um, it's just been really scary in a weird way. I think it brings humanity together more than they've ever been because for the first time in the history of the world perhaps maybe since uh, the threat of nuclear war it doesn't matter if you're black white gay straight rich poor everyone's afraid and completely uncertain of the future and i think everyone wakes up every morning uh, with that sense of anxiety and the dread of not knowing and um i think we all feel the same way i feel like Maybe it's just my perspective, my opinion, but I feel like in a way we we're closer as a world. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and at the same time, I also feel like, you know, I, I say this a lot, but I think whether you're an atheist or agnostic, you believe in a God, human beings are given, you know, a sound mind and uh, compassion and power. And the second that we get really scared, those qualities fly out the window. And so in another way, we're also seeing the worst of people. And I get it. Sometimes I'm the worst of myself too, you know. Right. But you were talking about people's mental health, like whatever they have, you know, deep down might be coming to the surface right now. Are there particular um, self-care methods that you turn to either just like before the pandemic happened or during this hard time? Do you like meditate? Is there a book you love? Anything like that? Uh, I wish I was that cool. <laughs> you know, I, it's funny. I think I can never tell people what to do. I can only, I can only tell them what I do. And you know what, in our family, that's, we pray, we, um, you know, we, we try to take it a day at a time, sometimes a minute at a time. Um, I'll be honest. There's horrible, like we've had terrible days here where my wife literally like picks me up because I'm, I'm not good. You know, I'm, I'm scared. I'm, I'm frustrated. I'm, you know, uh, and then there's days when it's the same for her. And I think that everyone's, like I said, we are all dealing with it and it's getting to a weird point too, right? Where it's like, okay, now it's, we're ending this now. Is this ending or is what's happening? And, um, and then it's the reality of going, I don't, you know, even if stuff starts to open up, I think come October, we're coming right back to this place again you know what I mean so it's uh I think we're you know this is uh, I'm in a podcast with comedians and I've taken this down to a point where we're literally we're cutting ourselves on that I think I think the world I think think the world is grieving really I think think it's like a form of grief I think it's like we're grieving we're grieving because our world is never going to be the same we're yeah. grieving for people that we love. We're, gr- we're grieving for the, the vulnerable. I mean, in America, I worry so much about, about um, communities and, and, and minorities that, that don't have the same, maybe uh, the same health care or the same access to it or their jobs bring them in a closer proximity together. And I'm not trying to generalize. It's, it's the truth of what's happening. And uh, right. Right. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of stuff, you know, and it's like, how do we... <laughs> How do we uh, 
like how do we make it better i have an idea what if we all come together and we record imagine <laughs> <laughs> We will save the world. (laughs) You're welcome, world. Everything's fixed now. Everything's fine now. Finally. (laughs) Just one big group Zoom call. We can do it. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, Well, like, I saw, you know, that you were posting, um, you know, telling people to stay at home and encouraging that. And I just, we just want to thank you for doing that. We're really sorry that you got pushback for that. But I think it's amazing that you're doing that and being an advocate for that. And I think I saw an Instagram post where you're like, just stay at home and have a quarantini, you know? Yeah, <laughs> I was like, yeah. yes. Yeah. So I've been calling them quarantinis myself. But um, yeah, I mean, again, thank you so much, Michael Bublé, for being here today. I know you have pleasure. to wrap up and go off to do a million things. I'm doing, no, I'm doing something called The Late Late Show, which is the Ireland's, it's like Ireland's biggest uh, talk show. Wow. It's really so great we're show. honored great. that you came by our show. Oh, I'm so on, I'm so you know what it makes me so happy, and I can't wait to keep watching you guys. And I hope, I hope that obviously, I hope that we're okay. But I can't wait to come and I hope you invite me so that when you're playing, I can come and see you. I promise, never come. anytime. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think I think maybe we can swing like a free ticket for Michael Bublé. Oh, yeah, I'll be there. I will be there. Um, is there anywhere that you want to direct people to specifically, Michael, right now? Whether it's your single or an organization that you like anything for a send off? No, I, you know what? I just, <laughs> listen, you know what? I, uh, the reason that I have what I have and the reason that you have what you have and you're able to sit in a nice place and have the podcast is because of them. So I always say the same thing. It's because of all of them that, uh, you know, that I, that I'm, I'm able to be this comfortable. So I, I thank them always. And I can't wait to see them and show them my appreciation. That's awesome. So it was much. so nice You're to meet best. you. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, Thank you guys. <laughs> Thanks for having me. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Whew, how's everybody oh feeling? Gosh. I blacked out. I blacked out. <laughs> I don't remember what happened. I have been, I have been out of my body for the past hour. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. By the way... <laughs> At one point during the interview, it sounded like a pigeon got caught in my chimney and and I heard like wings flapping and it sounded like it was in my living room. So if you're watching on YouTube, you see my eyes just like dart over for a second and then try to like keep looking. I was afraid that a bird was literally going to like come at my face while we were interviewing Michael Buble. Heckle Michael Buble. You you stay there, pigeon. (laughs) I actually kicked Cam and Maverick out of the apartment. I'm like, you cannot be here for this. I cannot have any barking. I cannot have any loud video game noises. You need to leave. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, I mean, Michael, I mean, he's just, that's the thing. He's so incredibly talented, but he's such an amazing like human being. Like you can tell just by speaking to him, how compassionate and thoughtful he is. He's always giving back. And, you know, like he's, he does a lot of like humanitarian type of efforts and stuff. And um, I just think he's such a great person. And, you know, we talk about how, you know, in entertainment, eh, you know, people like that can be kind of hard to come by um, in in certain ways. And so it's always so refreshing with somebody like who's that, that successful and that down to earth. Yeah. Um, always just kind of amazes me, like how you can stay that grounded and also be, you know, one of the biggest stars in the entire world. Oh yeah. yeah. You know what he is? He's lovely. Yes. He's he like is a lovely, lovely man. He's <laughs> a lovely. lovely. Man. <laughs> you are lovely. Um, okay. So we have an iTunes review of the episode. This is from Erica meow 89. She says, I can't even, I love it. This is the podcast everyone needs right now. This show is what I need. It has been almost serving as therapy during this crazy time. The girls keep it light enough so you don't feel drained after each episode, but they also talk about things that I didn't even know I needed to hear about. Their content is so relatable, and I so appreciate their honesty. I love that each host tends to offer a different perspective naturally without it feeling forced. If I am the average of the five people I surround myself with, and I listen to these girls pretty much every day, I'm happy to be part of the self-helpless tribe. Oh, that's oh, so, that is so nice. nice. Oh, Erica, <laughs> you a little quarantine hug. You're so sweet. Thank so you. Sweet. And you guys, because Michael Buble was too humble to, you know, plug stuff. He's got an incredible new single out right now. Um, he collaborated with Bare Naked Ladies and Sofia Reyes. Sofia wow. Reyes. Nailed it. it. Nailed um, it. And the single's called Gotta Be Patient. And of course, he donated, uh, he's donating all the proceeds to the Canadian Red Cross. Because of course he is. Course because he is. he's a wonderful man. <laughs> lovely <laughs> human being. Lovely. Yes. Yes. Um, so, um, we're gonna we're gonna skip doing segments today I because mean, what more, more do you need? <laughs> Nothing we say is gonna be better than what Michael Buble said today. We need like a, a palate cleanser. We'll we'll oh. give you segments on the next episode. Yeah, right? if you yeah. want more, you're selfish. Yes, <laughs> truly. That's a you problem, not an us problem. <laughs> oh my gosh! And uh, uh, yeah, I think you know. Why don't we all take a, a book out of uh, what a book? My gosh, a page. A out book of out of, of Michael Bublé's library. Hit me <laughs> with a book so I pass out for the rest of the day, so I don't make any more dumb <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Let's all take a page out of Michael Bublé's book and let me take some time to, you know, send a prayer or get quiet and, or meditate, whatever that is, and like send some positive energy out into the world today because he mentioned that a few times, and I think that's uh, just very yeah. sweet. Yeah. So, or, or join in the prayer of his son that he's more patient as a teacher. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> that was my favorite part. That was so sweet. And maybe we should all do an Imagine collab at some point <laughs> in the spirit. Yeah, I feel like it wasn't, it, was, it wasn't like the idea of doing a song is that the people weren't cool enough. Like, obviously, we're cooler than Gal Gadot. So I think that's what the problem was here is that they need us to do it. They needed more star power. Yes, that's what exactly. It, that was the real issue. Oh, yeah. Exactly. That's Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll bring it. <sighs> All right, guys. Oh, well, I mean, hey, tell, tell a friend that Michael Buble was on the podcast today and send them oh the link gosh. to the episode. Come on. Let's, let's have I, him. We want to share him with the world. Yeah. 
I mean, I don't know what else to do today because my days, this is, it's over. It's all downhill from here. This is the best thing. Yeah. What am I going to do? Laundry? No, 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 I'm just, I'm going to just walk aimlessly around my apartment (laughs) now. And um, yeah, thanks so much for tuning in. We love you guys so much. Our three-year anniversary is coming up. So this feels like an early anniversary surprise uh, to have somebody like Michael Buble on. So pretty um, great. Yeah. Yeah. We love you guys. We love you. Stay safe. Stay safe. Bye. Oh, watch it on YouTube so you can see his face. Oh my gosh. Don't. Yes. Immediately. (laughs) Do that right now. Stop. Pause the phone and go to YouTube. (laughs) Yeah. Watch the episode on YouTube. You get to see Michael Buble. Just a a little hot (laughs) tip. All right. That's all. All right. Bye, Bye guys. Thank you guys so much for listening to Self Helpless. We love you guys so much. There are a few different ways you can support our show. You can leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. It really helps us move up the charts. You can also tell a friend about the show, post it on social media, and you can join our Patreon. It's where you can get bonus episodes from us and lots of really fun content, ways to interact with the show. That's at patreon.com slash selfhelpless. And if you go to selfhelplesspodcast.com, that's where you can get links to all of our individual stuff. Delaney, where can people find you? You can find me at DelaneyFisher.com. You can find uh, the online courses there, one-on-one creative consulting, watch my comedy special, and find Dicks by Delaney there. Perfect. Tay, where can people find you? You can find me on ttomcomedy.com for tour dates and links to everything else social media-wise. I am at Taylor Tomlinson on Twitter and Instagram. Perfect. You guys can find me at KelseyCook.com for all my tour dates. My Instagram is at KelseyCookComedy. Twitter is at KelseyCook. Uh, please be sure to watch my foosball web series on YouTube called Wrist of Fury. I've had Delaney and Taylor on together. It was such a fun episode. And you can download and buy my album Savor It on iTunes, Spotify, anywhere you find comedy albums. We also want to give a shout out to our amazing producer, Lauren Mahoney, and our amazing editor, Emma Erdbrink. We love you guys, and we will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.